Hey everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of FanDrag Sports Premier League Podcast with me, Sebastian Oren. We have Polly Quistel from New York and then we got Elliot Niblock from the Wild Word. Where are you now? Kuala Lumpur. Kuala Lumpur. There we go. I don't know if the sirens are where you are or if they're New York City sirens. Please. Please. They're definitely New York City. (laughs) How does the siren sound in Kuala Lumpur? Um, d- d- kind kind of similar to European sirens, actually. Like, but I, I was I was about I to say, like, have you seen the Jason Bourne movies? Oh, that's been a long time, actually. <laughs> but long like, time. that's definitely how they sound. Yeah. Mm. I remember the French ones from the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> Those are some good sirens. Okay. We should start off by saying congratulations to Chelsea. They have won their second title here in the last three seasons after beating West Brom, which Albion on Friday with one nothing. A lone goal in that one came late. It was uh, Michi Bachuai who got this winner in the 82nd minute. And it was a little bit tougher than we predicted, eh, Pauly? Um... No, I thought it would be just like that. I, I thought they they would get like one early and one late, and it just turns out that they got one late. West mm-hmm. Brom, you know, did their did their thing, made it difficult, uh, gave Spurs fans like just enough hope that like maybe something can happen, only for them to <laughs> not for it to not happen. Yeah, so, yeah. Chelsea were a bit wasteful with their shooting in this one. They had twenty four shots, but only five on target. Wow. wow, they're the first team to be wasteful with their shooting ever. Nah, I know. I, <laughs> I feel no sympathy towards them for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they pretty much owned this game and finally got that breakthrough goal there through Bachuai, who's, um, you know, hasn't had a great first season at Chelsea. He's been on the bench. He's, you know, that's not true. Yeah, that's not true. Off his he ne- hasn't gotten chances. Yeah, the, but when he's gotten chances, he scores. It's like the reverse ah, Vincent Jansen. He's got well, three goals. He's, great he's got three goals. I know he's... On four shots! He's made 18, 18 appearances off the bench and then one start, but still. Three goals on four shots! Then he should like, shoot more. When he shoots, more. he scores. <laughs> he should shoot more. He plays in a team with stars. He lets taking the... pot shots from the center circle. He has twelve. He lets the stars okay. run the show. Okay, he has twelve shots, five on target, a forty-two percent shooting accuracy. Oh well, then then he took another shot today after he scored his He's, goal today. Uh, hit the woodwork once. Big chances missed two. I mean, I I like the in-depth stats here that they give you on PremierLeague.com nowadays. You know who they? You know who he sounds like? No. Hitting the woodwork and missing and and this stuff is lots on. Okay, do I have to really go? Do I really have to go and look up his stats now? No. No. We'll save it. We'll save it. Can you tell those sirens to cut it out? Uh, It's it's nighttime, New York. The weather's getting warm. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Son of Sam. It was the hottest day of the summer. It's a quote from Gatsby. Mm hmm. And it meant the temperature was hot and the, the tempers. Yeah, people go crazy. Yeah, looking at the table, though, Chelsea, they are at the top. They have 90 points after 37 games as they <laughs> took a 4-3 win over Watford today as well, Monday. 
uh, sort of a back and forth game in that one. Um, you know, Chelsea play has probably been out celebrating already, but they still managed to uh, yeah. pull out a win over Watford after a late goal by Cesc Fabregas. Um, I am appalled that you would say that Chelsea's players, someone like John Terry, would be going out on the town celebrating. Oh, you, they've been drinking nonstop since Friday. Night. <laughs> <laughs> they they were having mimosas for breakfast on Monday. That sounds like As the they you know, be. It sounds like the top flight in England ten years. Yeah, exactly. It's like that Although, was the top flight in England in the middle of the season seventy years. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if they drink mimosas though back then. Yeah, well, Pro- I don't know. More beer. I don't know. I, I think yeah, I still think sparkling wine and juice is a combination that dates back far into the at least twentieth, if not the nineteenth century. But I don't really know. I'd be interested to find that out. Yeah, they were a little bit better with their shooting here today, Monday, as they had twenty-four shots, nine on target, and four of them found the back of the net. Um, they. Did not have the most of the ball possession in this one, though. Watford edged it out 53%, which is kind of, you know. I mean, look at who was on the field. <laughs> yes, lineups. Uh, you got Begovic in net. Then you had Kurt Soma, Jan Terry, Nathan Aki, Cesara Spilicueta, N'Golo Kante, Nathaniel Shaloba, Kennedy, who, is that his first start? Yes. Um... Who else was on there? Uh, William, Aiden Hazard, and Batshuayi got to start. And then Ola Aina, Fabregas, and Pedro came off the bench in this one. So, uh, yeah, you know, airing some players out at the end of the season now that everything is in the bag. That's understandable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> airing some yeah, players no, you gotta, out. You like, gotta... They're like... <laughs> <laughs> They're like moldy peanuts. <laughs> you got to get those appearances up so that people could get the medals. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Watford, they went down to 16th place, uh, f- five losses in their last five games. But they're safe, so who cares, right? Yeah, no, that's most of the league right now is in a who cares mode. Who cares? We're safe. Uh, one team who's not safe, that's Hull, that they'll be joining Middlesbrough and Sunderland in the championship as they um, were thumped by Crystal Palace. 4 nothing at the game on, on uh, Sunday. Wilfred Saha, Christian Benteke, Luka Miljojovic, and Patrick Van Anholt with the goals for Crystal Palace. Um, they only needed like a point from this game, Palace, but they really came out, went after Hull, and... Uh, Knocked them down into the championship. Out of this, three, yeah, no, this was a really yes. fun game. It was a really fun game. Out of these three really teams, fun game, Polly. Out of these three teams that are going down, which one would you give the best shot at bouncing straight back up? Ah, uh, do teams even do that anymore? Like Newcastle would. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think Sunderland can. Um, I guess teams do do that. Like Burnley did it, Norwich did it. So I guess I guess it, it's a good bet to say one of them will do it. Yeah. I'll go. I'll go Burrow. Burrow. I mean, they. I think they, they are pretty I think they good. They had it right, and they just they struggled to score this year, and that kind of undid them. Yeah, if they can find a couple of good goal yeah. scorers, 
I think they have at least, at least initially, they had a really good defense. Like first half of the season, their defense was really good. Just had a really tough time scoring. Uh, Hull, I don't yeah, know. But, I mean, do you think that they can can? And well, I don't know if that that Burrow are going to be able to hold on to the likes of Degredo and Valdez down in the championship. Mm. I mean, I, I, I think that's the biggest problem about like whether or not they're going to be able to bounce back up. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, Negretto, maybe, Valdez, I mean, that's totally up to him. He has, he, he's a big enough name that he could probably find somewhere else to play uh, fairly oh, definitely. easy. I mean, I've, I think Negretto, too, not necessarily in England, but, you know, I mean, there, <laughs> there are plenty of teams in the Eredivisie or Ligon that would be happy to take him. Yeah. Although, can they take his wages? That's the big problem. That I mean, that's a, that is a fair question. Although, <laughs> hell, can Middlesbrough take his wages with just the parachute payment and no longer the Premier League TV millions? Yeah, I mean, the parachute payment helps out, so you might be able to keep him for a year. But if you would, if you wouldn't be able to bounce straight back up, then yeah, you would probably have to let him go. For Hull, though, the big question is if they'll be able to keep Marco Silva. Uh, he refused to commit himself to the club after their loss and i mean i think that he has done a good job with very limited resources since taking over he's shown that he is a very promising manager i mean they should he be able to get a better job maybe stay up in the premier league i mean uh i don't know but who like what premier league club like what premier league club is going to fire their manager and hire him at this point Right. Yeah. Are we talking about Claude? Are we talking about uh, Marco Silva? Mark, yes. yes, exactly. Yeah. Apparently, he's rumored that he might replace Claude Poole. Mm, yeah, I could see that. Mm. That would probably so, be a pretty good fit. Yeah. There's um, your answer. Yeah, I don't know if we'll see too much of the merry-go-round of managers this summer. We'll see. Maybe if Wenger leaves Arsenal, all hell breaks loose. <laughs> oh, I'm so mad about that Liverpool game. <laughs> so mad. I need, I need some. I need my Wenger. I just like if you're gonna have a freaking plane circling, circling the grounds, like yeah, like I I can't have that leave my life next week. I don't know. <laughs> I was, oh, I thought you. Were, I thought you were wanting him to get out. I was like, don't underestimate the complacency of the Arsenal board and the greed of Stan Kroenke. Yeah. Dude, I root for. I I am forced to root for Jose Mourinho, who will probably try to get a smaller squad next year, despite the fact that he like needs a bigger. He needed a bigger squad this year. Like the guy's a moron. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's so obvious that you will get hit by injuries. United had their fair share of them, just like many other teams. But with the way that Mourinho set up the squad, he let go of a couple of players that would have been useful to have down the stretch here. So, if he would go down to an even smaller squad, he has no leeway to complain when people get injured. I did read Pretty somewhere that... <laughs> I did read somewhere that this all could just be like the happenstance of like defends Mourinho in the aftermath that it was not Mourinho who was like adamant about benching Schweinsteiger. It was actually like somebody else in the back room. And Mourinho oh. like felt, he felt bad about the way he was treated. And that's why he let him leave 
for Chicago early. Oh my god! Um, so Mourinho doesn't have where, the balls to decide who's in his squad or not, who can train with the team. Yeah, yeah, no, I, don't I know, call complete but, BS on that one. Uh, look, uh, then, but then Schweinsteiger went and he said, "Well, MLS is hard because my teammates suck." So yep. that, is- that was it. Was worth it for that quote. <laughs> yeah. Uh, taking a look at the top four race, uh, Chelsea, as we all know, they're in first. Tottenham, they're going to stay in second. Things are a little bit more interesting, though, between places three, four, five. Yeah, I'm not even going to say six. So three, four, or five. Uh, Liverpool. Well, United can only finish fifth or sixth, so like that's out. Six is six has no bearing on this race anymore. Yeah. Liverpool, they're sitting in third with 73 points after they defeated West Ham with four nothing on Sunday. Good game by them. Manchester City, they're in fourth, 72 points. So one point. Oh, God. Marez, Marez. Yes, they they, got, yeah. they had some luck, but they did uh, defeat Leicester 2-1. to one, Goals by David Silva and Gabriel Jesus. Uh, Shinya Okisaki had a nice goal for Leicester. And then... Oh, it was Jesus. beautiful. It's Gabriel Jesus. He's Portuguese. I mean, he's Brazilian. He's Brazilian. He's <laughs> but it's it's a they, they speak Portuguese. It's like you guys haven't seemed to grasp the difference between Spanish and Portuguese and that hard J soft J thing. Jose like Mourinho. What's, what's, Jose. What's, what's Motinho? What's Motinho's first name? It's not how. It's Jao. Jao Motinho. Jose Mourinho. Gabriel Jesus. Uh, I love how impassioned this makes Polly. Yeah, I because I. <laughs> I could not care less. It's not like I'm like, no, no, it's not Slatan. It's Slatan. <laughs> you couldn't care less. You're the one that tries to pronounce every name correctly. No, I always say that I'm going to butcher names, and that's how it is. I'm not even. Yeah, I'm not even sure. Dumb, like, I'm not. I'm not even sure. I'm saying Shinji Okazaki correctly. Uh, yeah, Shinji Okazaki. Yeah, Shinji Okazaki. Right? Yeah. Um, Mark Albrighton. Got the assist. Hopefully, I got his <laughs> That's an English right. name. That yeah. one's easy. Hopefully, I got that one right. Uh, Red Morris had a ball go in from the penalty spot, but as the ball touched his planting feet, he sort of slipped on the penalty there. So it touched first his shooting fo- foot and then his planted foot. So no goal. But you know what? It's really impressive that, like, if you didn't look at it that way, it looked like a well taken penalty. Yeah, it really did. Mm-hmm. The fact that he slipped and had the ball hit his the wrong like hit his other foot like and then it still like it didn't see, I mean obviously it, it affected the penalty because the ball didn't go anywhere near where he wanted it to, yeah. but it was yeah. a nice shot. <laughs> yep. Unfortunately though it did not count, so City got all three. I'll give points. and I'll give City I'll give City credit cuz like all of them reacted right away and mm-hmm. said no 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 that hit his foot and I was like how the hell did you see that? Yeah. I mean, they must have been just eagle-eyeing those feet. Who knows? But yeah. as a completely, as a completely non-biased person, so we're talking like I have no bias against Manchester City. I am not rooting at all for Arsenal to somehow jump into the top four. Completely unbiased. Leicester City got hosed in this game. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. I mean, Raheem Sterling is like a mile offside on that goal, and he's active in the play. And how you can. Yes. How you can not? How you can just be like, oh, did you see that guy who was offside who swung his foot at the ball? Like, oh yeah, that has no bearing on the play because he didn't make a, <laughs> he didn't make contact. You yeah. can't reward 
50 million pounds for being awful. No. No, I mean, that's the thing. Even though you're you're not touching the ball, you're still affecting the play in that position, and he was offside. Yeah. So. And now, and Casper Spiegel was like, oh, he's in my field of vision. I was like, get the hell out of here. He's nowhere near your field of vision. But once he swings his foot at the ball, he's active in the play. Yes. And, and then it's offside. Yeah. Yep. But hey, referees, they get things wrong. They're only humans. No, that's ridiculous. Referees have to be a better standard of human. I mean, in, until we get robots calling whatever the outsides. Happened, whatever happened to when Sir Alex Ferguson was alive and every call just went United's way, whether they were playing or they weren't? I don't know. Why can't we go back to those days? Mm, the good old days. Arsenal, they sit in fifth. They're three points behind Manchester City, four points behind Liverpool. They have 69 points. Three wins all in a row here. After beating Stoke for 2-1. Last game out, Oliver Giroud, two goals. Mesut Ozil, one goal. And Alexis Sanchez, a goal. Uh, Elliot, one happy note from this game besides the window. Hector Bellerin. Yeah. Yeah, two, I mean... Two assists. Uh, what was that? Two assists. Yeah, and I mean, I think that... Or, general, sorry, like... should it be Bayerin? I was, I, was, I was remaining quiet on that, but, but yeah, I guess it should be. Uh, well, it's just, it, I mean, oh, God, what if he, like, pulls a uh, uh, first name and just puts, he just becomes Hector. Yeah. <laughs> didn't you, or, didn't you once have a Hector? <laughs> oh, what team God. had a Hector? <laughs> Um, I know who you're talking about, but I do not know. Uh, but yeah, no, Bellerin looked good in this, as did Kakalan, actually. And, I mean, the, this was, God, this was a game that I think all Arsenal fans really needed, in which, it, even though we wrote, we didn't, we not only wrote our luck a little bit, but also, once again, we had Czech to thank for, you know, not, like, not having the complexion of this game be completely different with, um, with, it just... It, it it wasn't until later on that they really looked their best, but when they did, I mean, it, and again, it just I, I texted my friend though that it, even with what I think was clearly an improved side on the hall, whole improved performances from you know Coquelin, Ramsey, Bellerin, nonetheless, it still looks like Arsenal are a three team, three man team with a cast of a few supporting players in Petr Cech, Alexis Sanchez, and Mesut Ozil. And I, I, I mean, at, at the worst, I think there were a lot of rumblings from really disconcerted and grumpy, and I'll, I'll just come out and say it: stupid Arsenal supporters that were saying, "Oh, well, the team's so bad, we should just let Sanchez and Urzel go." No, of course not. <laughs> like, I don't burn I don't it care. down. Like, yeah, exactly. How typical of an Arsenal game was this? I mean, this was as, as classic Arsenal as they come. Like, you're out of it. You're pretty much. You know, the game is essentially meaningless. You're going to Stoke, which if you had to take a trip to Stoke in March, you guys would be crapping your pants. But, oh, yeah. oh you're out of this? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, like, we'll score five, six goals, no problem. We're, no, I mean, no, Arsenal are not completely out of the top four race. But if you are thinking of putting down money on Arsenal finishing in the top four, do not take that bet. Because even if Manchester City somehow manage to lose one of their last two games, which are against... Watford and West Brom. Even if they lose one of those two, because they need to draw the best thing to happen to Manchester points. City. 
Like the best thing to happen in Manchester City was Aguero getting hurt. <laughs> they're so much. They're so much better with Gabriel Jesus in there. They're so much more dangerous, and um, you know Aguero's not going to be playing for Manchester City next year because he already he already saw it. He sees it now that the team is very good with Jesus in there, and he saw it when Jesus first arrived, and Aguero got benched for him. So that's a team that's going to look very different next year. Yeah, cool. Um, I'll, t- I'll take Aguero. I'll take Aguero with both hands. And this is coming from a guy who said Aguero's going to score forty-five goals this year. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Yeah. And I mean, but I mean, it, the thing is, is, isn't this sort of the time to cash in on Aguero too? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You got. And, you got. You got your money's worth out of him. I heard though. I heard if uh, if Arsene Wenger actually leaves Arsenal, then they. I forgot who who the name was that I heard, but it was like it came with the caveat of like, oh, they'll finally sign Benzema. <laughs> yeah, a couple of years too late. Wouldn't that be funny? Yeah. <laughs> so there is a minimal chance. It's a hear me out here. It's a long shot, but we could end up with Tottenham or with Liverpool, Manchester City, and Arsenal all finishing on the same amount of points and the same goal differential. And yes. yeah, this this is a, a fictional scenario. Arsenal beats Sunderland three nothing. Manchester City only gets a two two draw against West Brom, and then last games on Sunday, Liverpool loses one nothing to Middlesbrough. Arsenal plays scoreless at home against Everton, and then <laughs> Watford beats Manchester City by three one. I know this is ridiculous, <laughs> but but Bye. that w- that would mean that all three teams ends up on 73 points and 75 goals forward. So they would have a goal differential of plus 32. That would mean that they would have to play a playoff for the Champions League spots. A three-way playoff? Yes. When do those when do those games happen? I have no <laughs> like idea. When would when it, would it's not going like, to come to that. No. Right, but not, imagine I mean, if Imagine if there was actually like a tournament this year that the players had to attend to. I mean, Sanchez has to go to the uh, has to go to the Confederations Cup, but like, Great. yeah, that should be fun. But at least next year you get, or maybe you know, assuming that he stays, uh, maybe you get the not after an international tournament Mesodozil. You get pre-international tournament Mesodozil, who's usually pretty good. Yeah, he's very good. <laughs> he's like, oh, I got, I got to shape up here. I want to get. I want yeah. To get oh, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Marco Royce is still healthy and Gutsy is scoring. Like, oh, I got to earn my place in the team. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, it's a very unlikely scenario, but it would be kind of cool to see all these three teams battle it out somehow. Um, <laughs> Why yeah, isn't Dortmund would... playing that American kid instead of Andre Sherla? Yeah. <clears throat> so um, yeah, and then we got Manchester City. Or Manchester United, sorry, in sixth. Whatever. It's over. <laughs> it's all about that Europa League, man. We all know uh, it. Yeah, I mean, and but that for you means it's all about that Europa League final, which might get you the Champions League. For us, it's just, oh, fuck, it's Yo, all about that uh, Europa League. Key, fuck. Key word that you just said in there is might, because I don't think we win the Europa League. Ooh. You don't think so? I've been saying all season long it would be a joke if we didn't win the Europa League. We're by far the best team in it. I don't think we're going to win. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I tweeted Ajax, it, I tweeted it really last good. week. They looked really good. They could score. Our best defender is out. Our second best defender is detested by our manager. Um, 
Our fullbacks are, I don't know. Uh, our, our striker seems to... Uh, Rashford's playing really well, but but the rest of the, the, the supporting cast in the midfield seems to be just a little bit uh, dogged, I guess, for lack of a better word. And as I tweeted last week, Marijuana Fellini is going to start a European final. Yeah. And, like, that's a sentence that is true. There's, like, there's just no way. In all honesty, what he should do is go with uh, Pogba, Herrera, Lingard, Mata, Mkhitaryan, and Rashford. And then if there's if I'm if my math is wrong, then throw Martial on the field too. Like Fellaini shouldn't be there, no. but he will be. <laughs> yep. As as will Jesse Lingard, and that's two guys that just don't they don't score. <laughs> mm, uh, Although Lingard Lingard is a final player, he does come up big in finals. Yeah, yeah, they go up against Ajax oh, no. um, May twenty fourth. Ajax finished second in the Eredivisie. And uh, they put out a team in the final league game. They still had a chance to win the title if Feyenoord would lose. Feyenoord won. Dirk could Dirk Kout. Yeah, scored a hat trick. Dirk Kout uh, is still alive and chugging. Kout. Yeah. Um, Wait. What? But he plays for yeah. He plays for Feyenoord, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. But Ajax put out a team where they had an average age of like twenty point something. Yeah, but I mean, what like what is United's team going to look like on Sunday? I mean, I have no on idea. their foundations. And let's be honest, let's be honest, Marie. Like, there's no chance at the top four. I don't think Mourinho cares if he finishes fifth or sixth. Uh, he's a terrible manager anyway, so he's had one of the worst seasons for a United manager in recent history. He's gonna put. You know, the only reason that. The only reason that the average age will be higher than 20 in these final games because Wayne Rooney's going to play. Mm. Well, Ajax had David Klaassen. He's 24. Kenny Tete, who's 21. Every other player was 20 years or younger. They started a 17-year-old wow. central defender. And uh, they they won, but since Feyenoord won as well, they, uh, they finished second. But it's, it's just incredible what their youth academy is doing in Ajax. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll see if um, United will be able to keep up with the youngsters. Someone famously once said you can't win anything with kids, and that is complete bullshit. <laughs> so we'll see how it shakes out May 24th at the Friends Arena in Stockholm. Well, we got a couple of games here midweek as we try to catch up. On Tuesday. We're not talking about Tottenham. Kind uh, of thing. That pretty big deal this weekend. Ah, <laughs> uh, they beat United two to one, and they're in second place. Whatever. Um, it was the final game at Whitehart. I don't care. I could not care less. They won. Congrats. It was so obvious yeah, that they, they would win that game. Bunch of, they they brought out a bunch of like ex players and Dimitar Berbatov stealing the show with that suit. He is something. <laughs> I mean, all these players, like, I'm sitting there going, like, oh, they're just bringing out another United legend. Oh, there's another United legend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or Timmy Tarberbertop, not a United legend, but uh, <laughs> played for United for a while. Yep. <laughs> he, I mean, he got, didn't he have, like, some crazy game where he scored four goals? Yeah, but Jermaine yeah. Defoe had five goals. Like, Yeah, and goals. also, I mean, Andre Arshavin scored four goals at Anfield, and then he decided he liked pizza more than football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
But like, also, like, if you're ta- like, I was like, come on, Tottenham. Like, if you're bringing out Berbatov, you need to bring out. Def- they brought out Berbatov. They brought out Robbie Keane, and I said, you need Defoe and Peter Crouch now. Peter Crouch scored the goal that like brought that got them to the Champions League when they beat Manchester City mm-hmm. to get fourth place. Gino La, he was there. Yeah, they had a lot of guys, but you know, yeah. <laughs> the, the, most of them made names for them, like not made names for themselves, but had big career moments elsewhere. Yep. Yeah. So goodbye to White Hart Lane. Welcome new White Hart Lane, and not next season, but the season after. We'll see how they do at Wembley. We'll see. Not well. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> can't be can't be optimistic for that. Yeah, I mean, you, you would at least hope for their. I mean, for their sake, you would hope that you do a little bit better in Champions League than you did this season, and then that you finish again in the top four, so you can um, celebrate the birth well, would, of the new stadium with some Champions League football. You would think they'll do better in the Champions League because they'll be used to the field. Yeah, you but would hope so. finishing. Finishing top four will be, I honestly, I, and look, I think Tottenham have a very talented team. Um, that will be a challenge. That will be a big challenge, and it's it's still yet to be determined, you know, who's leaving and who's staying. Yeah, we'll see. And if there will max a mass exodus this season mm-hmm. or this summer. Yeah, but I don't feel like they, they're not a team like you saw Leicester just falter without Conte. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Do you feel like they have that one player? I mean, I guess no, if you take I, out Harry Kane and all his goals, you'll you'll well, struggle a little, but Yeah, but they 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 I mean, the last time Harry Kane went out, they they won all five games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously over the full season it's a different story, but um I don't think they'll lose just like if they lose one. I don't see them losing one player. And and you're right. Like if they, uh, if they losing Dyer would be a big loss just because of his versatility. He provides cover at at all different positions. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be big. But again, I think I don't. I see it more of like if one person goes, it's going to be a chain reaction. Mm. And I and I and I and. I think the. I don't, I don't know if that's entirely the case, though. And we discussed this at our last show, and it was. It's more of just, you know, if one person leaves, then it. You know, none of them are getting paid a lot. So, you know, if. if but, that wasn't, left, but that wasn't the case at Leicester either, even though they lost arguably their most important Leicester player, especially for their side. Okay. Leicester all stayed because they said, we have something special brewing here. All right, but no one was With coming to Jamie. Right, but all right. So Jamie already turned down money because he said we have something going here, and Riyad Mahrez did the same. But Danny Simpson said also like, "Oh, I don't want to leave because we have something special that we're building here, and it's it's a great team and everything." No one was offering Danny Simpson, no. you know, one hundred fifty thousand dollars, thousand pounds a week. All right, Deli Ali makes fifty five thousand pounds a week. Jesse Lingard makes a hundred. Yeah. Right, like, which is the better player? So, you know, like, like say say someone came around to us and they were like, hey, Elliot, you know, we're going to offer you $100,000 an episode if you come to our podcast. And they come to me and they say, hey, and somebody else comes to me and says, hey, we're going to offer you $100,000 
an episode if you come to our podcast and you know if we're sitting here going well we really like the three of us and the and the what we've built here and then all of a sudden you say actually i'm going to take that money i'm going to sit here and say well wait a minute if elliot's going to get paid why aren't i going to get paid Mm -hmm. because over because once one person leaves that's been broken yeah. I mean, I, I think this is why it's incumbent upon Tottenham, as it is, honestly, also incumbent upon Arsenal to be like, look, you, you exist in a hugely inflated market, which is the most uh, the most popular league the world over. And so it is beholden to global capitalism and investors with ridiculous amounts of money, which means that, yes, maybe you do have to pay Alexis Sanchez £190,000 a week. And if that's what you have to do, that's what you have to do. And maybe you have to double Deli Ali's contract, even not in a contract year, in order to get him to stay. And well, they all—that's like, the thing. They all just signed new contracts, and Spurs yeah. fans are sitting there going, "Oh, they all just signed new contracts. We're fine." And Levy is saying, "We're not signing new con. We're not giving them raises until the new stadium is here." And it's mm-hmm. that's a problem. Which and is a, right and now, that's totally absurd. So right now, nobody can nobody can commit Delhi's future to Tottenham. He won't commit to it. Daniel Levy won't commit to it. Pochettino won't commit to it. And that's a problem. So looking at their current wage situation, they have the sixth highest wage bill. In but the only two League. people, only two people are making are making a hundred thousand pounds a week, mm, and that's three. Harry Kane. And, Who's the third? Uh, Loris tops it with 120. Then you got Vertonghen right. and Kane on 100. Oh, okay. So Vertonghen and Kane make as much as Jesse Lingard. That's a that's a problem. Yeah. Uh, Dele Alli is making 50. And he I has, think it's 55. I think it's has, 55. He has a contract that doesn't expire until 2022. Right. It's, you know, and this is, I mean, people compare it to when Arsenal left Highbury, and obviously it's a different situation. But again, you know, like Arsenal had to sell some people because of their financial situation. But they sold like the Bergkamps and the Henrys. That you know, people forget that they had a very good young team in place. They had, you know, Emmanuel Adebayor scored had a thirty goal season. Nicholas Bentner had a thirty goal season. People forget how good those Arsenal teams were in the late two thousands. They just happened to run into a Manchester United and a Chelsea team that were two of the best three teams in Europe. And yeah. Arsenal were somewhere around the five, six, seven range, and that led them finishing third. And then eventually, Samir Nasri just took the money. Yep. He said Manchester City came around and they said, "You want some money?" And he said yes. And and then Bakary Sagna did the same thing. And then Cesc Fabregas, Robin Van Persie, everybody else looked around and said, "We should be getting paid, and we want to win trophies." And boom, you know, it only takes one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would be happy with the backup gig. Mikel Vorm is making twenty-two thousand pounds a week. I would be happy with Eric Dyer putting on a red shirt at Old Trafford. Mm, Eric Dyer, all, he's on seventy thousand. I, I used to be like, "Oh, get me Deli Alley and get me Harry Kane and get me and get me uh, Toby Alderweireld and get me Pochettino." And yeah, I would love Pochettino, but he's not leaving. But get me Eric Dyer. Get Eric Dyer and somehow get rid of Marwan Fellaini and we win the title next year. Well, I mean, honestly, though, if you just look at it, I'm going to ask Elliot because it's easier than ask you, Polly. If you look at the Tottenham side, what, like this is a side tangent, but who cares? Who in Tottenham <laughs> side would you see go straight into the Manchester United starting 11? 
Harry, mean, Harry Kane? I, yeah, Harry. I think that's the obvious answer. Yeah. Deli Ali. Um, maybe Deli Ali. Yeah, yeah, Deli Ali. And yes. also, I mean, I think you got you have to say obviously. I would say Kyle Walker as well. Kyle Walker, yes. Yeah. I would. And maybe I, I mean, I would say I would say Danny Rose too. And maybe even Alderweireld. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. But Elliot, what are, Elliot? Do you know what the word maybe is? I mean, I, I feel uh, like I feel like Vanyama would have us. He would go straight in too. No, he wouldn't. Yeah, no, that's all right. May, all right, Harry Kane definitely. Deli Ali definitely. He plays somewhere along that front three. In like whenever you decide, hey Jesse Lingard, we're gonna start you. You start Deli Ali instead. Like, all right, Deli Ali goes, and you can flank him with Martial and Mkhitaryan or Mata, but Deli Ali's in there. Uh, Eric Dyer steps right in there. Uh, the other midfielder is going to be Pogba. You're not replacing Pogba with Musa Dembele or or Victor Wanyama. That's just not happening. Uh, Kyle Walker is your right back. Um, Toby Alderweireld is your center back. Eric Bailly can probably play as your other center back, but I wouldn't put it past. The, the, may, the one maybe on the team is maybe Jan Vertonghen. Maybe yeah. Jan Vertonghen. Danny Rose steps right in, and uh, David De Gea starts in net. Well, I feel, <laughs> yeah, otherwise you're essentially D- Danny Rose steps right in too, though. Trafford, but in front of David. I said that. I said Danny Rose steps <laughs> okay, right in, but yeah. so yeah, like the only maybe is Jan Vertonghen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's oh well. And and Eric Dyer, you have a chance to go and just and be the next Michael Carrick. Which is not a bad thing, except for the fact that Michael Carrick pretty much, for some reason, oh, because of the Steven Gerrard and um, and Frank Lampard, both of them have to be in the team because they're both so amazing, even though they can't coexist at the same time thing. Carrick was never able to get into the England team, which was ridiculous. But otherwise, Eric Dyer, you have the, like, being the next Michael Carrick is not a bad thing. Yeah, and I mean they that pairing robbed us of some good uh, years from Paul's goals too. Well, because they just didn't know what to do with goals. They were like, "Oh, we'll put you on the left," and it was like, "Why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's the best one." <laughs> yeah. uh, looking at the midway midweek games here, we got a couple makeup games. Uh, kicking things off on Tuesday, we got Arsenal taking on Sunderland at the Emirates, um, two forty-five kickoff on that one Eastern time. And then at 3 p.m., we got Manchester City against West Brom. And then Wednesday, Southampton, Manchester United. And then Thursday, Leicester against Tottenham. Um, let's start with that Arsenal-Sunderland game, Elliot. I mean, uh, this should be a blowout. Are you confident that they can uh, sort of build on their performance against Stoke? Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure we'll knock in four again although we might uh, and it also just it's it's so, it's so arsenal to be like yeah well, well we'll still leave it to the last day of the season to give it just a chance of the top four just a chance but yeah i mean they they should score multiple goals and even if uh they let in one maybe two i still think we win this um hopefully relatively easily but you never know i mean Sunderland are just playing for pride but they don't they clearly don't have a ton of quality. No. So, and this is the Arsenal team that we've been, this is the form we've been praying for. Oh God. It's just like, a, it's just like history repeating itself, except getting a little worse. Yeah. Uh, Paulie, how do you think City will fare against West Brom? The, I mean, West Brom are in horrible form. 
Positively, they'll fill. They'll fill. Blah, blah, blah. They'll. They will. They will. Can't do contractions yep. anymore. They will. They will. Fair. Positively. Okay. I can't speak anymore. What's the scores? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, let's uh, get into these. We only have those four for you here before we get into match day thirty-eight, um, which we'll talk about later, of course. So uh, Arsenal Sunderland. I'm going to go four nothing here to Arsenal. Oh, really? Four? Huh? Yes. I mean, I, I, I my I, score. I I think Arsenal could hit four, and I'll even say that they will. But I don't. I. Still not totally convinced by the three at the back and keeping a clean sheet. I think that they've they've been riding check far too much in order to get that to happen. So mm, let's go three one Arsenal. Three one, okay. That's cool. I didn't predict them to say three one Seb just to watch you know that. But I will say three nil. Just being different. Okay. Yeah, we should say that Pauly is still in the lead. 255, Elliot's in second, 241, and uh, 216 on me, so whatever. Manchester City, yeah, I'm going to go 2 nothing here. I think West Brom, they're in not very good form, and they have nothing to play for, really, so. Yeah, uh, again, maybe just a little bit of pride, but that's about it. And they've had a lot of trouble scoring, too. They've only scored two goals in their last five games. And both of those came against Burnley. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with you, too, now. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them three. Pauly, weren't you just saying that uh, now that they have Gabriel Chases <laughs> up front, that their uh, attacking prowess has improved? 3 nil City. Hmm? Yeah, but West Brom could still be a pain in the ass. That's true. That that is um, Tony. God, freaking uh, Pulis. Tony freaking Pulis. God, the baseball hat of boring football. Mm-hmm. Then, oh, so, well, yes. Jose Mourinho is the sweater of boring football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Together, they have a wardrobe of the worst matches we've ever well, seen. We need a pair of pants too. Uh, oh my God, dude, you! I can't even. I I I don't think I texted this to you, but I was watching the Dortmund Augsburg game. And at one point, they showed the Augsburg manager, like, yelling on the sideline. This guy was dressed in literally, like, a a plaid button-down T-shirt, like, just tucked into his jeans with, like, a leather coat on. Literally a guy going to lunch. Nice. Like, a, we- a guy going to lunch, going to, like, an outdoor lunch on the weekend. And I was like, this is either Augsburg's coach or just some guy that they got off the street to stand on the touchline and yell. <laughs> Well, hey, I, I, at least it's better than the tracksuit. Maybe that's what United I mean, next time Mourinho was... gets a touchline ban. That... Just grab a fan off the street and have him get on the touchline like, show. Considering, considering that there are managers that stand outside, like, in tracksuits, like, this is the most casual <laughs> look I've ever seen yeah. from a manager. I like it. I like it. Uh, Southampton against Manchester United. Uh, Southampton, after having, you know, some uh, questionable form, they got a two to one win over Middlesbrough in their last game. One one. United love those draws. Uh, no, they two one to Southampton. 
Ooh. maybe Wayne Rooney scores again, but no. have you ever seen a more unlikely goal than Wayne Rooney's goal this weekend? I mean, at least he gets some goals. Never, then... never in a million years would I, I wouldn't have said United would score against in this game against Tottenham. I would have never said Wayne Rooney was going to score a goal in this game. No. And my friend, my friend text sent a text after Harry Kane scored, and he just said Harry Kane was not going to let Victor Wanyama get the last goal ever at, at White Hart Lane. And then I just responded, and then Wayne Rooney reminded him who England's all-time leading goal scorer is. <laughs> you got a ways to go, Harry. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm just. I'm not sold that the the Saints are going to win this. They're just, they're just like I, I still I don't know if firing the manager is their best solution, but mm, let's go one one. Okay. I mean, I feel like they are one of the teams though that might benefit of making a change. As I think Stoke might Stoke might be due for a coaching change as well. Mm-hmm. So, and then last game, Leicester against Tottenham. Uh, 3-1 Spurs. No. No. 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. These games always go 1-1, one, one, and this is let down game city. Let down yeah. game city. Tottenham are coming off their high. They closed out. They closed out White Hart Lane. They have literally nothing to play for. Oh, because so they've they been drinking too. They can only finish second. Yeah. They can only finish second. They got nothing to play for. Oh, yeah. Let down Game City. Well, I was going to say that, but now I feel like I have to pick differently in order to have a prayer of catching up to you. Um, the old Arsenal two- against Manchester City right here. Yeah. I'll go. I'll go two one Tottenham in that case, but one one also seems okay. possible. Yeah. Leicester still trying to get a spot in the upper half of the table and avoid being worse than Chelsea were last season, as they finished tenth as reigning champions. Leicester. Well, here's here's a question for you guys: right Who's now? leading the the fair play chase for the Europa League poison chalice? I have no idea. I don't think they have that. Don't they don't have that, that anymore. Oh, no, because there's so I many like that. other, there like so many like other back way like back way thing like I, don't, I just don't think they have enough spots. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's too bad. <laughs> but I also, if they are like, all right, let's actually check this out. <laughs> no, you won't. You only get you get money. That's boring. Yeah, as of yeah, the 2015-16 season, it will no longer grant any births. Boom. Ah, bummer. I mean, bummer. I feel like they have enough money. So, oh, well. So there you have it. Those are the four games here midweek. And then we'll get the final day of the season this weekend. Um, let's do a quick little last last thought before we sign off. Polly, you'll get to go first. I have nothing. No, nothing on John Terry. Cried, cried like a little bitch. No, I mean I understand why I <laughs> cried. Uh, 
yeah, he's he's not coming back to Chelsea. He can go to MLS where he'll struggle because his teammates won't be as good as he expects them to be. <laughs> no, I mean, he even said after the game that he might, that Sunday might just be his last game and that he might retire. And, and, in all honesty, it makes sense. It makes sense. You and know what? Picking up and picking up, look, the MLS is not an easy league to play. In. And whenever a player comes out and says that, Everybody, everybody like goes, ah, you're right. It's not a retirement league. Like, no, it's difficult because it's not easy to go to Colorado and play there at any time of the year. Like, yeah. but like, if you have to go there in March or in April, that sucks. If you have to go there in October, that sucks. If you have to go there in the summer, it still sucks. Like, and getting to Colorado is like no less than like a two hour flight from anywhere. If you're coming from England, it's really difficult. If you're coming from like a bigger <laughs> spread out country like Germany, the travel may not be as bad. You know, like Dortmund fly to every freaking game because mm-hmm. Germany's huge. And they're in the northwest part. Like, you know, they got to go to Augsburg in Bavaria. That's a flight. Yes. England, they don't fly anywhere. So going from England to the MLS, it's difficult. The travel weighs on you. The heat weighs on you. The humidity weighs on you. It's not easy. And at a certain point, you know what? Just just uh, take – Maybe John Terry can retire and he can go hang out in the center backs club, like on BT Sport with Jamie Carragher and Rio Ferdinand, mm. and just and sit there and put their legs up and just banter with each other while they watch games and then talk on TV for Man, seven minutes. What a trio that would be! Uh, yeah, I mean he's he's been at Chelsea's whole career. <laughs> they need to come. BT needs to color it up a bit because their their whole commentator team is ex United players. Yeah, yeah, he's been at Chelsea's whole career. Uh, only a small or a little loan spell to Nottingham Forest at the start of his career. But, yeah, it, it would be nice to just see him retire a Chelsea player. Because say what you will about the man, he had his, he had his, you know, good, very good couple of years or many, many years. He was very, very good. Is he going to play in the Carrot game? I have no idea. I think he is. I think it's, I think Terry and, and, Jamie Carragher, like the center backs, the Lampards, the Lampard, and they'll get the Lampard Gerrard midfield. Hmm. Elliot, your final thought. Uh, well, my final thought is uh, uh, based on our conversation earlier and not on anything that has to do with football, but apparently. The mimosa has its origin in a drink called the Bucks Fizz, invented in 1921 at Bucks Club in London, which had more wine than orange juice. But nonetheless, it was therefore possible that players were drinking mimosas before, you know, not quite so important derby fixtures in the top flight in England in the mid 20th century. Isn't so that, there you have it. Isn't that what you should do, though? Should it be like a 60-40, 70-30 ratio? Well, it depends. I mean, it, I don't know, whatever you want. Like, I've got some friends who drink mimosas by pouring a glass of champagne in the morning and thinking about oranges. Oh. So, but, you know, it's, it depends on, depends on your preference. But apparently Alfred Hitchcock popularized it um, after it had later been in 1925, apparently, at the Ritz Hotel in Paris, uh, a more kind of even mix between wine and orange juice was popularized by Frank Meyer. But, you know, drink your mimosas however you want to. Maybe don't drink it before you're about to play football. Or maybe do if you're not competing for a Premier League title. Yeah. 
So, but then again, I mean, like I, we said, nobody is anymore. So Chelsea, drink as many mimosas if you, as you want. I will say I, I had a few mimosas on Saturday and came home, decided that I wanted or needed to make a bet on some Premier League game, which probably is a problem in and of itself. Uh, so <laughs> wasn't, wasn't thinking much, so threw some shekels down onto Crystal Palace. And needless to say, when I woke up Sunday, I was uh, a bit happier. You were a happy ah, man singing go. the praises of Sam Allardyce. Oh, yeah, I God. told you when they yeah. hired him, they weren't going down. Yep. Going down. Yep. So, uh, going back to what you said earlier in BC Sports, Gary Neville, he um, he's one of these defenders turned pundits. He's for Sky Sports. And um, he has four sort of uh, four challenges for Antonio Conte to take Chelsea forward next season. The one is the physicality of the European commitments. So they will not have the benefit anymore of just playing in the league and the domestic cups. Second challenge is mentally challenging his players to make sure that they're mentally fit. Third is what to do with Diego Costa. And then fourth is dealing with potential Manchester revival as we're pretty much assuming that both Manchester clubs will throw sacks and sacks of money at their problem here during the summer. They will right, try to buy them that, buy their way out of this. We thought that they that there was going to be a Manchester revival this year and I am not so confident that there will be a Manchester revival next year and it's going to be I think the most difficult part about what Conte has to do at Chelsea will be how will he do all that from Inter Milan. Uh, <laughs> not gonna happen. No, that's not happening. He's, he's staying there. But that was that was a good one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Diego Costello. I mean, I I feel like they should. If you get all that money for him, sell him. Really. Oh, there's, yeah. Dude, there's strikers available. There are strikers. Yeah, yeah. and there's there's, there's strikers team. available who don't have... constantly risk you going down to ten men every match. Every match. You you have you have a lot of money. There's this Mbappe guy. There's that guy in Italy. <laughs> There's that guy Aguero who's going to become available. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely options there. You can cash in on Costa, and he can go make a fine, fine living as the highest-paid player in the world in China. Yeah. No. And I would. I would. You would not miss I him. Mean, yeah. It's, it's hey, that, if like, you make that much money, thing. if you make yeah. that much money, you could have dinner with General Chow himself. Oh. Okay, on that note, we'll say goodbye. As always, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm Seb Noren, Paulie's P. Cristal, WFAN. Elliot is Keats Was Better. And then give Federic Sports a follow as well. We'll be back before the final match day of the season. Until then, have a good one. Bye-bye. Thank you.